0: Welcome back to Love Murder, Current Affairs, our show about the cases of love gone fatally wrong that are in the news right now. Today, we're focused on the tragic story of Kayla Kelly, a Texas woman from the Dallas area who disappeared a few weeks ago under suspicious
1: circumstances.
0: First, though, let's turn to a very quick update from a recent case.
1: Anna Walsh is a real estate executive and mother who went missing from her home in Cahasset, Massachusetts, early in the morning of January 1st. Last week, her husband, Brian Walsh, was arrested, first for misleading police and second for the murder of his wife. He pleaded not guilty in both cases, but the initial evidence seems damning. Police are building their case around
0: some very suspect Google searches around how to dispose of a woman's body as well as a cache of bloody items found in the garbage that are a DNA match for Anna and Brian, including a hatchet, clothes, personal items belonging to Anna, and a Tyvek suit that matches one he purchased at Home Depot the day after her disappearance.
1: This week, Anna's mother, Milanka Lubijic, put in a formal request through the Serbian embassy for any and all information relating to her daughter's case. In an interview with local media, she said she couldn't believe that Brian would hurt her daughter, even after he was arrested for doing exactly that. She said, I just hope that she is alive, anywhere but alive. That is my only hope. Meanwhile, the
0: prosecution is prepping for their case against Brian. Their biggest barrier remains the fact that they have not located a body. However, as the Boston Herald points out, three successive Norfolk County district attorneys have been faced with trying murder cases without a body, leading in the past to a plea deal admitting manslaughter and, second, a conviction for the murder. Indeed, the New York Post this week quoted a statistic from research from Thomas DeBias a former assistant U.S. attorney for D.C. who has compiled a list of 538 no-body murder trials in U.S. history up till 2020. DeBias found that approximately 86% result in conviction compared to 70% overall. We'll definitely keep you guys
1: posted as the case advances. Today, however, we turn to the case of Kayla Kelly. 33-year-old Kayla was a resident of Collin County, Texas. Collin County is part of the Dallas-Fort Worth area, including Plano and just north of Dallas. On January 11th, Kayla was reported missing by friends after they hadn't seen her for several days. The initial report that Kayla was missing came from her aunt and coworkers. Authorities followed up with interviews and quickly learned that Kayla's loved ones had some suspicions. According to those interviewed, Kayla had been dating someone that she called Kevin.
0: Unfortunately, this Romeo was closer to a Lothario her friends and family told police that Kayla had recently found out that Kevin was, in fact, married. This, quite understandably, royally pissed Kayla off, and she told those close to her that she was planning on blackmailing Kevin. Unfortunately for investigators, those friends and family did not have much information as they had told Kayla they did not want to talk about her dating a married man. The same day that the first reports came in, Kayla was added to a national registry as a missing person.
1: The next day, Thursday, January 12th, Sergeant Jay Reem, the investigator who had conducted those interviews, got a call from the Frisco Police Department saying that they had found Kayla's vehicle on a deserted road. The car wasn't just abandoned, however, but, quote, burned beyond recognition. The police suggested that the incident was, quote, not consistent with a natural fire. Later on, a document obtained by a local NBC affiliate in Texas would suggest that the car was set on fire sometime between 2 a.m. and 6 a.m. on Wednesday, January 11th, but would take more than 24 hours for a passerby to spot it. That same day, after checking out the burned car, investigators went to Kayla's duplex and were able to gain access from the management company. Kayla wasn't there, but her dog was, and it was clear that it hadn't had food or water for days and had had to use the bathroom in the house. Friends suggested this added even more suspicion as Kayla treated her dog like it was a child.
0: That's terrible. The next step for investigators was getting access to Kayla's phone records. Based on the call logs, the person who she knew as Kevin was actually a man named Ocaster Ferguson. A quick background check showed that Ferguson and his wife, yes, he really was married, had just recently reported their car a 2004 Lexus, as stolen. Police were once again dispatched to Kayla's apartment complex where they found the missing Lexus, which contained gloves, duct tape, and a blanket. Those phone records also showed that Kayla had last used her phone on Tuesday the 10th, just before 7 p.m. The phone's last location had been in Dallas, near where Ferguson worked. This was enough for investigators, and on Friday, January 13th, Ferguson was picked up.
1: In the subsequent interview, Ferguson said that he met Kayla online, where they started talking with Ferguson, calling himself Kevin to hide his true identity. Eventually, they took the relationship offline and started dating in the summer of 2022. In a classic love-murder red flag, Ferguson said they would only meet at Kayla's house or in hotels, but never his residence in Grand Prairie.
0: Oh, yeah, Big red flag.
1: Eventually, Ferguson said Kayla figured out his name and discovered that he was married. He showed Sergeant Reem his text conversations with Kayla where she had said that she would tell his wife about their affair if he didn't answer. He said that he had seen her on the day she went missing when she dropped him off at work, but that she was also supposed to bring him lunch a few hours later and never showed. He said that the car was near Kayla's apartment to hide it from his wife. Investigators were not so sure. On
0: Saturday, January 14th, more detailed analysis of Ferguson's phone showed that on that fateful day of January 10th, he had been at work, but then returned home before driving first to the area where Kayla lived, and then to the area where her husk of a car had been found. From there, he returned home. With these revelations, investigators obtained a search warrant for Ferguson's house, During that visit, Ferguson's wife said that on January 4th, she had received a text message from an unknown number with a cryptic message saying that they had something to tell her. The wife never followed up and claimed her phone was broken so she couldn't give detectives the number of the unknown texter. This was the point at which Ocaster Ferguson, a.k.a. Kevin Brown, was arrested for kidnapping.
1: The next day, on Sunday, January 15th, the Collin County Sheriff's Office released a request for information to the public. The notice gave a few details, including that her vehicle had been located in a remote area of Frisco, but not that it was found burned to a crisp. The release also said the authorities had identified 32-year-old Ocaster Ferguson, who was also known as Kevin Brown, as a person of interest and had arrested him for kidnapping and held him on a $1 million bond. A few days later, the Sheriff's Office tweeted, On Wednesday, January 18th, investigators with the Collin County Sheriff's Office and Texas Rangers located a deceased female in a Grand Prairie field. The located remains will be further examined by the Tarrant County Medical Examiner's Office. The next day, they confirmed that the remains were that of Kayla.
0: These remains were found buried in a clandestine grave in a field near a wooded area of Grand Prairie, less than a mile from where Ferguson lived. As of now, there are no additional details about Kayla's cause of death. At that time, Ferguson slash Brown has been in custody for kidnapping for five days and during that time, additional charges of arson involving Kayla's vehicle were added to Brown's tab. Police say that he had obtained a gas can and lighter the day before Kayla went missing. Finally, as of Monday afternoon, Brown has been charged with murder, and remains in the custody of authorities.
1: What a tragic case. Kayla was just a person looking for love like any of us. We're long past the point where there should be any stigma attached with meeting someone online. By 2019, online was the most common place for people to meet their romantic partner, and that was four years ago. Eons in internet time.
0: Of course, Andy, what online dating has enabled is a new version of a classic thing, lying to someone who cares about you because you don't want your infidelity exposed. Kevin, a.k.a. Okaster created an entire fictional identity to keep Kayla from finding out about his wife and, of course, his wife from finding out about Kayla.
1: As soon as she threatened to expose the lies stacking up around him, Ocaster took the disgusting and cowardly step of committing a heinous act of violence just to keep the lie hidden. This story is far, far too common.
0: We have no idea what sort of red flags or warning signs Kayla saw, if any, other than when she finally found out that he was a total dirtbag. But if you or someone you know ever needs help with abusive partner or someone who is scaring you, please reach out to the National Domestic Violence Hotline. We will put a link in the show notes of this show. Until next time, I'm Jessie Prey. And I'm Andy Cassette. And we're signing off for Love Murder Current Affairs.